Okay, well, this week, it's been interesting for me. So I'm asleep already. You're asleep already. You're yeah. falling, you're falling yeah. asleep. Drinking yeah. a coffee, you're falling asleep. So it turns out... Yeah. I might be related to someone quite famous. Someone who, in the annals of history... Scott has, Steiner. No, has gone down as a great man. Gone down. Donald Trump. No. No, he's Scottish. But someone who has changed the face of media as we know. Milo Yiannopoulos. No. That'd be upsetting. <laughs> no, someone who I don't really know how to. There's not Trevor McDonald. No, there's not. Maybe there's not a big enough. Do you remember word. when he swore on TV? Yeah, he said that um, they Shit, investigated the cunt countryside. I didn't. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> it's a classic, and he classic. still has a job because he's Trevor Bloody McDonald. He apologised. Yeah. Why don't do that, Trev? I don't know. He's a baller. He shouldn't have. Okay, so I. And related, very distantly, I will say, just so that I don't besmirch their incredible name. Hmm. I am very distantly related to... All four members of Boxfizz. Oh, that'd be awesome. But no, no, because they were, they were also, as I say, legends. They'll take you to land of make-believe. They will. No, I am related to Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Very, very, very distantly related to Chris Kattan. Famous comedian, film star... Might have been in a little film called Monkey Bone, have you heard of it? Starring Brendan Fraser. It's got Whoopi Goldberg in it. You don't, you, wait, you're acting like you don't know who Chris Kattan is. I've heard the name. Have you seen... Uh, Has he been on the bill? No. You've seen the film... Uh, God, what's the film with the... Uh, with? Shit, what was the film of the black dude where he's like a disco guy? And he's like... Undercover a, brother. Undercover brother. Hmm. The bad guy from Undercover Brother. Oh, Chris Kattan. Now I know who you're on about. Very distantly related. Anyway. He doesn't know you exist. I'm going to email him. Yeah. Because that's how we do things. All right. I'm going to email him and be like, Chris, guess who you're related to? Check out my footer. Because <laughs> it's got my name. That's right. He'll be really impressed. I'm super impressed. Yeah. Thank you, Ancestry.com. <laughs> Sponsors of today's podcast. You sure it's Ancestry.com and not Ancestry.net and you went on like, the one that's stealing <laughs> your data. Don't go. Ancestry.gov. So, yeah, so that's our uh, that's today's sponsor, Ancestry.com. Yeah. Yeah, they'll tell you, you, you might possibly also be related to Chris Kattan very, very distantly. Because technically we're all related to each other thanks to Genghis Khan. No, we're all related to each other thanks to Adam and Eve. <laughs> Would you Adam and Eve it? If we were related to Adam and Eve, they had to tell their kids to fuck each other. Hey, it's Adam and Eve. And Adam and Steve. Yeah. They didn't know how it worked back then. Well, no. They probably tried all sorts. I'm saying Steve was the snake. Yeah, they probably tried <laughs> all sorts of shit back they then. They probably went mad for it. Because yeah. you can imagine, they didn't have TV. I mean, if Adam died young then and Eve was still in her prime, kids probably would have had to take turns on their mum. Like, Christianity has to accept this. I think, I, I like to explain this to people. If I didn't have a Game Boy when I was like between 5 and 12, I'd be crushing Poon. Because I don't have nothing else to do. <laughs> I don't think you could physically, but what, five to shot. twelve, crush mm. poon, crush poon yeah. for days when yeah. I was five. <laughs> what are you talking about? My Have you told people what podcast we are yet? My Tetris high scores would say that I'd be a poon crushing master. 
<laughs> I'd be crushing poon like paper cups. Are you going to... Welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode yeah. 48. Boom. Mm-hmm. But you didn't remember how many we'd done. Yeah, I did, because I saw it said 37 a minute ago. I just don't care. Get on with it. Alright, and welcome to episode 48. Would you Adam and Eve it? We've been doing this for how many... How many... How many months, years now? Uh, 12 years. No, two years. Possibly, who knows. Well, it's 48. We do it every two weeks. Yeah, I don't... Just get on with it. You got the first review this Woo! week. Two year anniversary anniversary. So you know what that means, Ant. Mm-hmm. We get to find out who you're related to. So I'm gonna do this. Hitler. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and Chris Kattan. <laughs> Probably. Is Chris Kattan Jewish? I think so. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> the family reunion is gonna be shit. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> okay, my first review this month is Ancestry.com <laughs> Ancestry.com <laughs> But everyone's related to Chris Kittan mm. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to uh, episode 48 My first review this uh, this bi-weekly period is going to be Hitman 2016 for the Xbox One What, didn't you do that already? Yeah, I'm up to the fourth DLC. All right. So before, um, I was I was um, I was reviewing the base game. So you start off with like one training level, and then like Paris, I think. Yeah, the demo. Um, no, they... no, no. It's like the ten pound star, whatever the fuck. It's a demo. Basically, yeah. Um, but they've added some more levels, and they've added two free levels, which is pretty interesting. They're just like rejigging of the older maps, but done in a way that makes them very interesting. Uses more of the space. No. Um, <clears throat> so, this continues to be a very, very good game. It's actually gone up in my estimations since last time I reviewed it. Um, I really enjoyed it before. It was the same old Hitman that I've always loved. But because of the episodic nature of it, it felt a bit empty, a bit spacious. It was almost like that accordion effect. You know how, like, something. Well, you got to get used to it if you want to play Square Enix games because that's what they are yeah. now. Yeah. Episodic. Like, look at Final Fantasy VII. They love to cut things up. Did you hear about Deus Ex and its microtransactions? No, there's microtransactions of in a full price game. But do you know when they God. told them to add microtransactions? When? About three weeks before the game went gold. Hey, what are the microtransactions? Ammo? Praxis kits. You can buy Praxis kits and just upgrade your character right from the start. Praxis kits doesn't sound like something I would call something that makes your character better. It's the, you know, the mods? Yeah. So you can boost your mods? But Praxis... You're a praxis. Exactly. It sounds like some sort of anal fissure. You're a total praxis. Hey, guys, I've got anal praxis. Mm. You better not be tweeting Chris Kattan behind my back. I'm just looking at my what. <sighs> anyway, so Hitman, episodic. It's It, it felt like... it got to get on the review, Marty. Yeah, I've got to get on the review. i got to do this. i got to do this. Uh, so, like an accordion, when you when you pull it apart, there's lots of air. There's lots of the mechanics are separated. There's less, there's less in there. And then when you pull it back together, you get an accordion all in one piece. Makes a noise. Very lovely. Nobody likes accordions, man. Everybody loves accordions. Look, I don't know how anyone else watches porn, but I watch it with a monocle whilst listening to accordion music. It's the only way I can jack off. Anyway, 
So the accordion effect is essentially like the Hobbit films, where you made three films from a 300-page book. You had the accordion effect in full nature because they just pulled it apart and there was no noise when they put it back together because they didn't put it back together. They just had this fucking long narrative that didn't make sense within the confines of the story that was originally written. So it felt very empty. And this is kind of what Hitman felt like originally. Now, feels a lot more... Uh, a lot more... It feels like there's a lot more going on. It feels like there's a lot more in there. There's more mechanics. There's more weapons. There's more stuff you unlock as time goes Can on. Can you be a mechanic? Yes. As in... How many Hitman, mechanics are there? Like Jason Statham in Mechanic Resurrection. But how many mechanics are in the game? How many mechanics are in the game? Yeah. What was in, like, play mechanics or mechanics as in Hitmen or fixes? Characters you can wear the mechanics clothes off. Oh, like one? Only one? That's only one mechanic, then. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Dying industry here. Most cars are robots now, so you just have Transformers. Sweet. Calm it down. I want mask cars. You want mask? Mask. Like the cars from Mark. Mask. Mask. It's mask. Pronounced mask. Mask. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Military agents. Was wasn't it mask subterfuge the one where the cars were in space fighting mutants? No, the cars change into different vehicles. What was the What was the program where the cars were fighting mutants in space? God, why would cars be fighting mutants in space? Keep talking about mask for a second. Ma- 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 mask, mask. Their mighty powers come to save the Is day. Is that the actual theme tune? Yeah. Ma- 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 mask, mask. Oh, wow. So, yeah. like, wait, was it just a rip-off of Transformers? With Matt Tracker and all that. No, they had the guys and they had their vehicles and they were a special team of options. It's more like G.I. Joe. But they had, like, cars that turned into planes or submarines and motorbikes that turned into little helicopter things. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, no, it was just Fucking like a rip-off. Awesome. It was just a rip-off of, like, G.I. Joe. Yeah, it's very G.I. Joe-esque. Yeah. No, I remember that. that You're done with crazy. Hitman now, then. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give Hitman... Uh, very precise Cowboys review. Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give... I'm going to give Hitman a Julianne Moore. Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. It's really good review. Really, really good. Really, really good. Stack on Rotten Tomatoes. But it's... it's not quite Tom Atkins. Oh, right, okay. It's not quite, you know, the pinnacle of what I expect. I'm going to wait again. There's a couple more episodes left. There's going to be some more free episodes. I'm liking the little free episodes. I'm liking the tiny little bits that you can go around and do. You killed Gary Boosie yet? They did Gary Spoilers. Boosie as one of the targets. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. It's so easy. All you need to say is spoilers, and then people turn their ears off, and then turn them back on, and when the QR code pops up, and you haven't done that, and now all our Android listeners are going to be very upset with you. Every time we review something, I tell you, just say spoilers, and then we can say what we want. We can say Hitler was right, and people can't hear it because I've said spoilers twenty times. All right. You know. I could say McDonald's makes their burgers from, from dead fetuses. And that might be true. That Baby might parts. be a fact. But people can't hear it because I've said spoilers. You don't use baby parts in beef burgers. You use baby parts in dumplings. No, 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 no. The liberalist agenda, they have to get rid of them somehow. There's a lot of people getting them because we've made them free and people have to get rid of their kids somehow. So they put them in the burgers. Come hang on. Look, I don't know if you follow Donald Trump's podcast. I don't know if you follow Donald Trump's podcast, but you're sounding a lot like a libtard right now. You're an SJW? Or an MRA? How fucking dare you? I thought we were friends, Anne. Hmm. Right is white. Right is... (laughs) I know what I like, and that's white, white, white. (laughs) 
And now I can say spoilers off. Oh, okay. And so people can hear us again. That's okay then. So now that happened. So you shouldn't say anything racist. Why would I? Mm. Why would I say anything racist? So you're done with Hitman. I'm done with Hitman. It was, it's been fun and I continue to enjoy it. I can't wait for the next couple of episodes. Right. I know how I can fill out this podcast with my lacquer reviews. Number one. <laughs> lacquer reviews. Lacquer, yeah. Lacquer. Lacquer. Live reviews and lacquer. Um, what a great word to say. Lacquer. Just fall back on my old mainstay. Wrestling yeah. events. Boom! Um, there was an NXT event. There was a SummerSlam. No Undertaker. One, no one gives a fuck about SummerSlam. Stone Cold Steve Austin. SummerSlam was rubbish. I got a Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania tier card on W Supercard. CM, CM Punk. Punk has to lose £30 in two weeks. To be able to compete in his first UFC match. dollars like $47? That's almost two stone. Oh! <laughs> anyway. We're talking about weight. I thought we were talking about currency. There was an NXT event before SummerSlam, one of their lovely little NXT events. Mm-hmm. Um, had the debut of Bobby Roode in WWE. Bobby, Bobby Roode, Roode has been a wrestler for about 15 years. Never been in WWE other than like the odd little... You know, sometimes when they have a match and it's like a wrestler against a nobody. Yeah. And they don't really name them properly, and they're just there to get beaten. Yeah. Occasionally, I think he appeared a couple of times like that. But now he's in WWE. They've put money into him. They've basically given him Triple H's old gimmick from the nineties, where he was like an affluent, like he's all obsessed and like very he's egotistical. Like, he's, he's wears a, a big robe, man. And... No, he wears a big old robe, and oh. he's got this amazing entrance. He's got this theme tune. It's all like glorious. I will be victorious like that, and he's on a big old podium. That's like miles above everyone else at the entrance, and he just stands with his arms out of a spotlight on him as it slowly lowers him down. It sounds very stage. dangerous. Yeah, probably. I mean, people have died. But <laughs> side note. Um, but yeah, they finally debuted Bobby Roode, and we're glad WWE wrestlers are getting audiences are getting to watch him because he's a legitimately good wrestler who's been stuck in TNA for years. Yeah. Or limbo, as we like to refer to it, because you're not cool enough for Ring of Honor, and you're not good enough for WWE. You're stuck in TNA. Um, sorry. Damien Sander, Isn't Aaron TNA Stevens. TNA the one that got the better game? Like, no, that game's fucking awful. What, TNA... It's just TNA Impact. It was awful. Uh, it's a terrible game. Was fucking... it really bad? Oh, God, yeah. Clunky as fuck. WrestleMania 2000 bad? WrestleMania 2000's good. What? And the N64. It's yeah. a great wrestling game. It's classic. Not as good as No Mercy, but it's pretty damn good. You go back on Ancestry and we see what you relate to. <sighs> but anyway, um, the NXT show. Hey, hey. Main event. I see the name McMahon appearing. <laughs> Main event of NXT was yep. Samoa Joe versus Shinsuke Nakamura. We spoke about Sh- Samoa Joe the other day. Joey Headrocker himself. Yeah. He's a big lad. but um, He's got tits. Yeah, he's a big Samoa man. He kicks Some fucking ass. Some people like boobs on the Dude can end. do a moonsault on, from standing moonsault. The dude's friggin' agile as fuck. Moonsault always sounds like something to do with an anus. But um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe fucking kicked each other's asses for 30 minutes just like really stiff died. kicks. No, Shinsuke Nakamura won, and now he's the NXT champion. It's like, this is weird, because WWE are kind of a bit terrified of giving foreigners world titles. And he's like, what? he's he's very Japanese. Is he's being very the weird. TNA champion kind of like being the first in line for bankruptcy? NXT champion. Like, TNA, oh, TNA champion, yeah, yeah. you're basically on the Technically, you've won something. There's, there's wrestlers who are in TNA who are still working day jobs. Like, that's how... Little money you make in TNA. <laughs> do, they, do you think they have like those weird American? They had to work out contracts where they could go wrestle for other companies in between filming TNA shows. Do you know? Well, I'm like, on NXT. That's WWE. Oh, but Shinsuke Nakamura, charismatic as fuck guy, really weird. You'd probably love him. He's really? all weird. He does weird poses and stuff, and he like he sort of like he acts a little bit effeminate. But he's a wrestler. Thing. Yeah, he kicks ass. He dresses like Michael Jackson. 
Like but in the thriller he, costume. <laughs> like, does he do anything that I enjoy watching? Kicks people and slaps them a lot. In real life? He slaps pretty hard. They make contact in wrestling, man. Oh, I don't know if you know what wrestling's like. Sometimes. No, you have to make contact. you got to make the slap noise. We used to have a game at school. Open palm strikes, make, man. You'd make the slap noises. It's where you hold something. Yeah, like, there you go. So you can do it. Like that. But, but that's um, my hair. Like, yeah, but I wasn't going to hit you hard. my hair to the side. Open palm strikes. Just a... Like that. Uh, or you can go... Asiatic frosts. I'll put so, the other side of the neck. Here's the question I have. People have died in wrestling. Yeah. They haven't died from open I think the last wrestler who's died actually wrestling was uh, Chris Candido. Broke his leg, caused the blood clot, and he died. Holy shit. Yeah. Do you know that you do that from hickeys? Yeah, don't do hickeys, man. People suck on your neck. I'm pretty sure there's a 1950s... like Women, women are so attractive to you that you walk past and they octopus onto your body... And they yeah. suck until they draw blood up to the surface. And then that blood goes straight to your penis. Your penis explodes and you die. Yeah. No one told me this in school. Right, they anyway. just told me to put a condom on. Don't have kids. NXT was good. <laughs> there was a lot of good matches. I'm just going to... Hey, hey. Steve all hey, over there. Can I make a joke about NXT quickly? You haven't got a joke about NXT. So this has happened. What? Next day. <laughs> Do you know they had to pay a Scottish wrestling organisation a load of money to take that name? There's a Scottish wrestling ex- really? organisation called NXT. Yeah, they made their show NXT, and the Scottish guys were like, um, <laughs> "Hi there, we already exist. We've already got this, and we've always we've got the yeah." And they were like, "Oh shit, um, have some money." No, no, they did it the wrong way. I would have just moved on to a barge in international waters. <laughs> just be like we're broadcasting from the barge. There was a SummerSlam event afterwards, but SummerSlam's usually a big deal. I didn't give a shit. Um, there were some good matches on there. Finn did Balor Stone Cold and break Steph Rollins. Stone Cold doesn't wrestle anymore. No, Stone Cold did something to his arm. It was, a, it was a, a, one of those shitty listicles that I don't ever click on. It just had a picture of an arm. It's like Stone Cold. Stone Cold, no, Stone, Cold Stone Cold can't wrestle. Maybe he, it's in the new Adam Sandler film. He'd be film. paralysed if he tried to wrestle again. Maybe it's the new Adam Sandler film when he tried lifting up Kevin James. Stone Cold would not be in an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> he has. He's in loads. He's, He's in Grown Ups too. Fuck off, is he? Yeah. <sighs> I had to watch that shit because... I have a personal rule that I won't mock anything unless I've seen it. So I have to watch it to mock it. Like, I have to I have to have watched it to actually formulate an opinion. And so I watched Grown Ups 2, and it is fucking awful. It is really fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, you spoke about it one. He is Shit and racist terrible, and horrible. Yeah. It's fucking Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is that now. Why are you about Stone Cold? But Stone Cold's in it. Yeah, but Stone Cold's not in he played, wrestling. He played a bully... And he was like, he was like, I used to pick on you when we were in school together. And I'm sorry. That's not what Stone Cold sounds like. I'm sorry, I used That's to pick Stone on Cold you when we were in school. I don't think you've ever heard Stone Cold talk. My name's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Getting warmer. <laughs> you do a Stone Cold impression. No, because I can't do a Stone Cold impression. My name's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's it. Like he was in that film, The Damage. Damaged. <laughs> Damaged. No, it's know. The Damage because that was his move. Yeah. He punched you in the chest and stopped your heart, and that was called the damage. That was his move. His special move in a film about him was he just punched in the fucking heart. Well, that was Stan Hansen's finisher move when he was WWF champion. <laughs> Stan the Man Hansen. It was called the heart punch. <laughs> He'd punch in a half and wind them, and they'd go. In the, in damage, he literally mounts them, and they're on the ground, and he just fucking punches them in the heart. He kills people. It must do. Yeah, I can't. You can't live through that. 
Um, if you crush a rib cage directly onto the heart, you could crush it. Yeah, the condemned. Yeah, condemned. that was the other film with Stone Cold. That it? was the Running Man. I'm going to get back to my wife. I love my uh, wife. <laughs> my dead gay son. Okay, well, Stone Cold's got nothing to do with <laughs> any of this. Nope. No. No, sorry. Go on, review something. Go on. <laughs> no, no, you won't review. finish. No, no, you can't. Go on. <laughs> you won't finish. Finish your review. I can't. Yeah, I'm just off track now. Don't know where I was. Losing <laughs> my mouth. Right. Review. My next review is uh, going to be the final station. It's a indie game, side-scrolling, eight-bit style game, in which you you are a train conductor in a windy American town. I assume it's American. It's got that sort of aesthetic. Um, and you basically operate a train, and every so often you come to a town. You have to investigate the town to find a code to open up the next section, and then you go back on the train, and you manage the separate train functions. There's like heat, heat That's gauges. That's not what train conductors do. I know, but there's heat gauges and shit like that that you have to control. Um, and you get slightly into the game, and you discover that uh, there was some sort of event called the first something. I can't remember. But anyway, people well start paying attention to the game. All right, people start getting a disease in which this black slime starts leaking out of their body. You start seeing some victims of it, and then finally, on the third level, if you travel in the catacombs below the actual surface, the military are down there and they're capturing people. And you've got you got a few different people. Some of them ask for like water. It's kind of sad. It's a nice little touch to sort of flesh out the environment you're in and flesh out what happens during the disease. So people are like, "Oh, can you please give me some water? It hurts. There's pain. Please kill me." don't know my family see me like this and then when you get down to the lower level of that same facility which is underground in the first place so you're even lower underground you're going deeper underground like Jamiroquai like Jamiroquai for the 1998 Godzilla soundtrack yeah I'm going going I'm going I'm going I'm going deeper underground something's come to bug me and I can't it's weird how they made that Godzilla film just so they could have a thematic reason for the video to exist that video, do you remember the video? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It is pretty awesome, isn't it? It's, it's Jamiroquai in a cinema that's flooded, just dancing. It's one of the earliest examples of um, using digital, like, sets. Yeah. It's, like, really flashy. I'm going to be honest right now, I, I kind of mm. like Jamiroquai's music. No, he's decent. He's yeah. a twat, but he's decent. He's, he's a fucking moron, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's an absolute freaking idiot. idiot. How many Ferraris has he crashed now? Didn't he crash his freaking Enzo Ferrari? You know how you get one of them? You have you, to have owned four Ferraris and then sit on a waiting list. Oh, I thought you actually had to get a thousand gamer score points you have in to be Assassin's Creed really 2. really frigging rich to get an Enzo. Is it Enzo in... Ezio. Ezio. Anyway, what was this game? The Final Station? The Final Station is really good. It's really good, but it's not got much replay- replayability and it's not very long. I've been playing it for like two hours and I already feel like kind of I'm reaching a natural conclusion. And not all games have to be long. No, they don't, no. And it tells a story and it's nice. It's some of the best simple. games are super short. It was released Thursday... So it's fairly new. If you want to pick it up, it's like, I think, £10 on Xbox Live Arcade. Or is it Xbox One now? They don't have it's Xbox not. Live Arcade anymore, do they? Um, it's available on PS4 and PC. It's a little bit cheaper on PC. Uh, it's And I, I recommend it. If you're into zombie games, if you're into... Because it's sort of like that. The 2D aspect, um, it's a bit like Gunpoint. Not in traversing oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. but the aiming. So you've got like one stick aims. Yeah, Gunpoint's a cool game. Yeah. And then, like, as the game progresses, stuff develops. Like, you get more... More elements you have to manage in the train. People have to get to a certain destination. They pay you for getting to that destination. And then there are enemy types that change. So you've got some that wear masks. So you have to hit the mask off with a melee attack. And then you can shoot them in the face. I put the mask off. Yeah. But then Sweet. you've also got monsters that explode on death. So you have someone 
and and also when they get close. So you have someone coming forward and they'll have a mask on their face. So you have to melee them before you can get to the thing behind them, which isn't armoured, which can be shot and then will explode. So you have to sort of balance your time, sort of like... I don't back think and then the people who made this game know what train conductors do. No, it's it's not really uh, it's not really train. Conductor. So it's not a train conductor simulator. No, no, no. no. Well, I want to play that game. I want okay. to play like the other side of Denture to go. So what you want is you want train conductor simulator 2015. They haven't rec- released down... one for a couple of years. There are still yeah. the zombies. I want to walk down a cramped aisle. <laughs> you lose points <laughs> no, if you, you rub want... your butt against the, someone as you go uh, past. You don't want the conductor game. You actually want you want the press drinks, X to ticket, please. Guy? That could be a mini game. You're the like. drinks guy. You could clear. You could summon him as a way of clearing the aisle of oh. people, like you know the twats who hang their legs out yeah. in the aisle. So you summon the drinks tray, and the guy comes in with the car and goes yeah. straight for the middle, lops the legs off. Decapitation. Yeah, it'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be cool. You know, tickets, please. I wanted to make an RPG that was based entirely around sex toys. Okay, that's the I didn't know, like I, I did, but I wanted, I, I wanted it solely. Me and Tara were talking about this earlier. I wanted it solely so I could have. I could have like you know the RPG um, you know, Shadow like, Hearts. Hang on, Shadow Hearts exists. Does that have dildos and stuff? It's well? got monsters with dildos on their heads. Okay, but yeah. this would this be a little bit different. Like it would basically be an RPG to find the like sacred... big old black ones sort of <laughs> flopping around. You know, like Monster Hunter. Yeah. Like you'd have to find and kill monsters to get the rare items so that you can make the ultimate sex toy. Yeah. And, you know, like in the beginning of an RPG where you've got like different. So that's still the final station. It, it'd still be the final station. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, you've got like character types. And yeah. You've got like thief, and you've got like Jew. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got warrior. Hmm. You'd have like you'd have someone a bit like uh, an assassin or a thief. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of like master of the bow, was master of the throwing dildo. <laughs> it's just the animation of Frank Dillers at some of face instead of them being like instantly killed by like this shaft they would just hold their hands up and try and futilely block dildos flying at their head as an enchantment you can throw a used one <laughs> sudden dildo attack they get poisoned <laughs> you, you've got herpes oh no that's a minus 12 of my stamina per round and attractability. <laughs> if he if he had charisma, no. minus twelve my charisma. You've taken cold sore damage. <laughs> Infected with syphilis for a critical hit. It's super effective. Do you wish to visit the courtesan? Oh no, you cannot. You're currently infected with herpes. No, oh, you got the herpes. You have to fix. You have to meet the local the local wizard. So the final station. Yeah. The final station. It's a really good game. It's a really small game. It doesn't seem to be like... It feels like everything's planned. Everything's plotted and paced. Lots of what you find out about the plot is, is background. So you have to sort of take it in from... That's what it is now. Files. That's what you do in yeah. games now. You, but I really like you find like notes. It. it doesn't feel like a zombie game. It yeah. feels more like um, a very low. Could do it that. Low... I'm done with zombie games. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like a very, very low key version of The Last of Us. Less action. Yeah. Um, less budget and less sort of. Really, a less budget version of The Last of Us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is all just two D. It's all two D in like eight bit style graphics. But I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Really, really mm. enjoyed it. I um, I would give it a Brad Pitt. No. Oh. Brad Pitt. I uh, I find it quite attractive. As a prospect. It's all Brad Pitt in it. I find it quite attractive as a prospect, but uh, sometimes sometimes I get the inkling of Johnny Depp in there. Some sort of darkness below the surface. He abuses his wife. 
<laughs> Johnny Depp's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Let's but just check on Ancestry. Let's check four. on Ancestry. <laughs> yeah. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean 1, which is a solid film. Yeah, damn good film. I like Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Gore Rubinsky, having a yeah. good time. Yeah. And then and then Pirates of the Caribbean 2 came out, and I was like, oh. Uh, still fun. Yeah. Like the second and third one still have fun stuff in them. I like Squid Face McGee. The fourth one? It's fucking awful. Oh, you're in love with a mermaid? And you're a priest? No, you're not a priest. Oh, you're dead. Mermaid yeah. in love with you. Oh. Great. Bollocks. Do you believe in ghost stories, Miss Turner? Because you're in one! You're a pirate, Harry. <laughs> An old puppet. Puppets haven't even been invented yet. Puppet. This is historically yeah. inaccurate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Kano from Mortal Kombat was in the first one. Was he? Yeah, when they're invading the oh, pirate yeah, town, like Kano's there and he gets smacked with a sign yeah. on his head. And I swear he goes, Hello, love. Kano from Mortal Kombat Jesus, was awesome. Yeah. I gotta slit him from here to here. Oh, fucking disgusting it was. Spitting me everywhere. His yeah. head went everywhere. Guts, you could see him. Mm. I really like the Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah, Paul DeSantis. Do you know there's people who um, are taking Paul DeSantis seriously as a director? Really? They think he's purposely, like, like sort of doing a dissection of over-the-top action movie tropes. Have they seen Ultraviolet? That's not him. That was him? No, that was a French director. It's fucking awful. Was that? I thought it was yeah, him because it had Mila Yanovich in it. Not every film with Mila Yanovich is a... But he's married to her. Yeah, so? How else is she getting work? People like her. What? Yeah, she she in already what? established herself with Luke Besson. In The Fifth Element? And Joan of Arc. Who watched Joan of Arc? Joan of Arc's good. Really, really good film, yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, multipath. Multipath. Big boom. <laughs> <laughs> Big uh, boom. I've got The Fifth Element game on Chicken. PS1. Chicken. No. Lila have no love. Lilu. Lilu have no love. Lilo. Lilo. Why war? <laughs> Shall I review a thing? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to review... Um, I've been playing Duelist. Duelist? Duelist. Magic the Gathering. Spelt D-U-E-L-Y-S-T, because of course it is. Oh, okay. Um, so not Magic the no, Gathering. It's a free-to-play, more online strategy game, very much in the Hearthstone mould. Oh. Pretty much... Everything in the game is Hearthstone. Oh. Except huh. when you play your cards, yeah. you summon a character onto a grid. Okay. And like it Yu-Gi-Oh. turns into a, f- a turn based strategy game. So oh. basically, everyone, you know, on a Hearthstone, you have your mana. Yeah. You have mana, and they're in crystal form in this, exactly the same as Hearthstone. Okay. And every turn you have, you get one more mana to do moves with, so you can summon more powerful cards. Okay. So when you summon a card, or however many you want to summon, they go onto the grid. And it's a turn-based strategy game, so you have to manoeuvre them around. Your aim is to kill the general of the opposed inside. Okay. So like Hearthstone, you're aiming at the other character rather than his minions, necessarily. Although you have to deal with the minions to get by. And they all have special abilities, like certain minions will force you to attack them first before you can attack anyone else. Okay. Um, Ranged things, you can, like, summon boosts, so you can throw a card down onto the deck, and it'll give your minions plus one to everything or whatever. Yeah. So it literally... Plays like Hearthstone, but if the battles on Hearthstone were taking place on a grid-based combat system. So, um... But everything in it is Hearthstone. The, the, what I was <laughs> going to ask was, the grid-based combat system, can you actually mm. manipulate where your character's located or where you're... You can spawn them anywhere on the field, 
and then you move them around each turn before you attack them. How many grids them. are there on the field? Like- it's like a uh, eight by eight grid or something. Oh, like okay, that. so that's pretty big. It's like yeah. a chessboard. Yeah, yeah, but um. Like everything else from the game is straight from Hearthstone. You have a currency that you earn every now and again, which you can from doing challenges and stuff, which you can buy. Not card packs, orbs. I don't know why they're orbs. They refer to the cards as cards. Just admit they're cards. Um, when you unlock a card, you have like a machine thing, and you drag an orb into the machine, and it it shakes, and then a lightning bolt comes down, and five cards appear, just like Hearthstone. <laughs> they spin around one after the other to show you. What they are, just like Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, if this game didn't have really good music, a really solid gameplay, like the nice twist on the usual format of this sort of thing, like mixing card combat and strategy together. Yeah. Um, and it didn't have really, really nice sprite art. Like it's a really, it's not a sixteen-bit sprite art. It's kind of, it reminds me a bit of the sprite art from Guardian Heroes on the Sega Saturn. Okay. Characters have like, um, you know, exaggerated proportions, big chests, thin waists, and all this sort of stuff, and crazy moves. Yeah. Um. If it didn't have, if it wasn't so well produced, it would be like a shameless Hearthstone clone. Yeah, but it is a genuinely solidly, nicely made. Same structure. Play a couple of challenge matches. If you beat the AI in the tutorial things, you yes, unlock their characters to play as them. Um, you know, and you have like card building. You can craft. You can assemble crafts the cards to craft new ones and stuff like that. Weird. Um, it is like very similar. There's microtransactions all over the place because, of course, there is. Um, what, what company made it though? I can't remember the name of the developer. I played was it the it, other day. Um, well, here's, here's the question I have: is was was it made before? Well, was it in production before Hearthstone? No, no, doubtful. Hearthstone's been around like four years almost now. Wow. Yeah. God, I was playing that way back then. Yeah, I played that during the like early beta. They yeah. gave me. I was in the closed beta for that. I wasn't in the closed beta. I I downloaded mm. it as soon as it was released. I downloaded mm. it. And I downloaded it again on iPad. Solid freaking game. See, I like Hearthstone. The problem I it's have... It's like Magic the Gathering if you find Magic the Gathering too complicated. See, the problem... <laughs> I liked Magic the Gathering. I used yeah. to play it a lot when I was younger. Um, I like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! I, was, I used to be really quite good at Yu-Gi-Oh! I never played Yu-Gi-Oh! the card game. I mm, tried playing the game on the Game Boy, but I wasn't very good at it. Yeah, I had, I've had. i got the Game Boy Advance ones up there. Oh, yeah. And Game Boy. I think I have a Game Boy Color one. But, Did um, you, do you have the Blue Eye Dragon? Blue Eyes... Well, yeah, yeah. You, you get one inside the um, one of the starter packs you can buy. Really? Yeah. Like what, the actual... Otherwise Dragon, yeah. Huh. I had some of Exodia. I gave Laura Kate Dale, you know, the games journalist, my yeah. Exodia set. I sent her that. Is, is that all like, five cards to make? Not all of them. It was like three of them, I think, and the big old presentation case <laughs> yeah. that comes in. Um, but no, it's... Like, Duelist is quite good. I can see it having a cult following and everything. It's free to play, so no reason not to try it. It's there. Um, but yeah, it is. It's Hearthstone. I think there'll be like people holding tournaments and stuff for it. I think it's got that possibility. Yeah. And it seems to be there's a lot of people who are like championing it right now. Um, I've seen Turbo Brisket has been championing it, and uh, old Matt Lee's from Cool Ghosts. He's been That's championing good. it. So yeah. So it's one of those things where there are genuine fans out there that are trying to. Yeah, I think people are shouting about it a bit and making people notice. It's derivative, but it's really good. It's derivative in a way that's also, you know... You, yeah, a game you can, can be derivative, like, yeah. of something else. Like, there's no harm in it. It's just whether or not you do enough to make it stand out on its own. I think it's whether or not passion's evident behind mm. it, and if it's not lazy. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, give it a go, you, you fucks. Is it, so it's free to play on PC? Yeah. I think there's a iOS version, maybe. Is there an Android one? But I don't know. It's not on the Android store anyway on my phone, so... Oh, mm. oh well. Um, yeah, that's cool. it's all right. Yeah. 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 Y
Okay. Well, my <laughs> next review uh, is going to be the Battlefield One beta. Oh. Uh, beta, another beta. Another beta. Um, so this is an interesting one because I've only had access to it for two days. And I played it for a total of about four hours yesterday and four hours today. Yeah, I got a couple of hours in yesterday. Um, I spent a long time like trying to get into the menu. And then yeah. when I got into the menu, I spent a long time trying to get into a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a beta. It is a beta. Yeah. It's an alpha beta. Um, it's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of issues with weapons and balancing and... and, and like you know what balancing is. <laughs> it's Battlefield. You don't need to be balanced. You just have stuff blowing up everywhere. I, get on a horsey. Shoot things. Get on the train. Shoot things. I've got a couple of issues with things like uh, transfer of vehicles. So like getting out of a vehicle, getting on something or or doing something that relates to vehicles takes a lot of time. Um, and also coming off of things like the horse that you mentioned. Um, the horse, when you get on it, has a powerful Winchester rifle. Yeah. That you can use to single shot a lot of enemies and stuff like that. Um, as soon as you get off the horse, you holster it back in instead of just holding onto it, even though it's a weapon that you can easily use with one arm whilst you're on the horse. Yeah. And it's something that's more powerful and could give you like a six shot advantage as you get off. And then you could just use it and then, you know, obviously when you but die... But it's your horse's gun. It comes attached to the horse. It's basically my issue is mechanics and balance. Like, the machine guns are crap. They it's 1914. I know, but they... <laughs> machine guns were crap back then. Yeah, I know. They hadn't but, even figured out that planes shouldn't fire their guns directly into propellers by then. <laughs> like, that's... You know, we're talking about, hey, we've made a tank yeah. thing. Let's use it. But What's that? All the smoke's like, falling back into the compartment where we drive from. Oh, we're dead. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff where, where you'd end up... You'll end up fighting stuff that's going to be overpowering. You, you end up with like tanks and things like that. The problem is that when you fight a tank in this, you feel like you don't have a chance unless you've got five of your mates also attacking the same tank. Whereas in the other games, tactically, you could work out a way to attack a tank, kill it, and then just wander on your merry way. Well, there's artillery all over the place as well. There's artillery all over the place. There's yeah. these giant trains on the conquest map that they have. Yeah, you can capture the train station and pull yeah. the train in. And uh, planes are overpowered. Yeah, planes are awesome. Planes are fine to fly in. Yeah. They're actually they've improved the flying mechanics. I love. I almost like I went shooting for a ravine on it when yeah. I was playing it. I managed to do the whole sideways flying for yeah, a yeah. ravine. Yeah, and that's yeah. really good. But the shoot the shooting in planes is is inaccurate and poor. At it's nineteen fourteen. I know, but this is this is the thing. It's a game. It doesn't have to be historically accurate. And in fact, it's not because you respawn. You no, know, you're a different person each time. <laughs> but I just there are a lot of things that need to be worked out before it's released because if it's going to be released like this in the form it's in now with you know the issues that people have had and with the way that things go wrong in it or it won't be this will be a demo that they made months ago lots of clipping lots of rubber banding oh you're playing on Xbox though (laughs) I didn't have any of that on PS4 it's slow though it's basically going to be the Battlefield 4 of Mm. this I'm preferring it over what the last few battlefields what I played, but it does. It feels really sluggish when I play it. Sluggish. It feels like it feels like no a battlefront reskin. Yeah, it does feel a lot like a battlefront reskin. Yeah, that actually that would explain the weapon impact issues as well, 
Because you know, like, where you're hitting someone and mm. they're still able to just fucking fire away and take you out with, like, a light machine gun yeah. and you fight at them six times and there's no no evidence that you're firing at them at all. They're just like, yeah, okay, yeah, hi there. It puts a little puff on the screen. Yeah, but... Just got to get good, man. I'm good at Battlefield. That's the thing. I am good at Battlefield and I've had matches where I've got 22,000 as a score and I've done well. Oh. But the problem is that getting that 22,000 doesn't feel fun. They need to make it so um, it tells you the right control for ammo pouches out for support yeah. glasses. Because it's telling you right bumper, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's right on the D-pad. Right D-pad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I would have fixed that. I would have I would have bugged that back I in just, the day, back in my day. No, like this shit would have happened then. I do like it. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's it's far away from being good. No, this beta, like knowing the way dice operate, they yeah, would have hard. made this a couple of months ago. This would have been one they showed at like E3 or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, they're probably adding little things to make it run smoothly on a bigger servers and everything. Yeah. But that's a... This is a, like, friggin', you know, couple months old demo that they've made. Yeah. A vertical slice. That's why it's only one map. It's just basically to demo things to to press and things like that. Yeah. 64 players, nice in, on the console. Did they do it on Battlefield 4? Did they manage it on the consoles? Yeah. Uh, I never played and Battlefield, Battlefield 4. Did they? Battlefield Hardline was bulls, though. I liked Hardline. It was actually quite good. It's not a real game. No, no. Hardline was quite good. The reason that loads of people dismissed it was because it was a weird game. Like, it didn't have loads of vehicle combat and stuff that you get in these. You had, like, normal vehicles and then people would have to smash the windows out and shoot. And you'd have, like, a couple of tactical vehicles with guns and stuff. But for the most part, it was, like, it was like cops and robbers. And it was quite fun. And, like, it was campy as well. The story was nice and campy. It was a bit like playing episodes of Was cops. there bits where you're walking down the street and it's going, bad boys, bad boys. It's kind of like, it was kind of, like, you, door, you almost get that feeling from some elements, if, from some moments in it. Does that sheriff turn up with the big grey hair yeah. and he starts talking about our car chase? This car, this criminal thought he could outrun the law. No, it's nothing like that, but... He fought the law, but the law won. I, um... I kind of, I kind of don't expect much from this right now. Racist, just because there's a black man on the cover. No, I just, I don't. <laughs> Pushing expect... its SJW after liberal playing it, agenda. I was, I was really excited to play mm. it, and after playing it, I'm not excited. Anymore. I played it for a bit. It feels like Battlefield to me, but it feels like a slower version of yeah. Battlefield. I thought it was just me coming off of like with Titanfall. I say because I've been playing so much yeah. Overwatch, but a couple other people I've seen saying it feels slower than going it should. from Titanfall one to Titanfall two. Felt slow. Yeah. This going from Battlefield Hardline to this feels fucking terrifyingly slow. Yeah. I think they've slowed you down on purpose, though, because you know what yeah. the big problem is they had with the past few Battlefield games is the tick rate, like the information. So they've slowed you down a whole load so it doesn't so seem as obvious when process, something's messed yeah. up. But I so still got rubber like, banding and stuff, so. Yeah. I had, no tr- I had no rubber banding when I was playing no. it, but you're playing over wireless, aren't you? As I'm like. Yeah, you're wired in. Hard wired in. But, um. Yeah. It's kind of weird though. I like that they on Xbox One you needed Xbox Live Gold on PlayStation Plus you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the one of the things that this this has done is it's it's just made me sort of it's made me prioritise what I'm looking forward to this year. So I'm not going to buy on release. No, I I was going. They to... already said there's a thirty five pound Steve like season yeah. pass, aren't they? Yeah. Fuck that noise. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <sighs> but when I've got, I've already pre ordered pre ordered two games for the next two months. I so, ordered one. That was stupid of me. Which one? WWE NX, um, WWE 2K17. Yeah, you, you did that. The Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> NXT edition with his autograph. See, I pre-ordered Recall, 
Yeah. Because I got recall. Oh, that's coming out, isn't it? I got recall and I got Age of what is the rare pirate game? Don't know. The one they're oh, doing like the yeah yeah I don't yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I got both of those for fifty pounds. Hmm. So I got one coming in September, which is recall, and then I got one coming in January. I think they're releasing that very yeah. I don't know. So those are my two pre-orders for the next six months. But then I also got a really good deal. I think I paid twenty quid for Call of Duty Infinity Warfare. Call of Duty with the season pass and with. Um, so you pirated copy remastered? No, no, on Xbox One. So I got, I, I've, I've got both of those coming in the next two months. So I don't really want to invest in Battlefield. I'll still be playing like the indie games and stuff anyway. Yeah. So I, I won't have time for this. If they chuck Battlefield on EA Origin Access or something, I might give yeah. it a go. But if they give us ten hours for free, I would completely skip the story because that's always dog shit and there's no point in it. And then just play the multiplayer for a little while. I want to play a Battlefield story until they release Bad Company 3. Hardline had a good story. Yeah, but Bad Company, man. I want to see Haggard and Sweetwater and friggin' what's-his-face, the other one. The best thing the best thing about... Um, Sarge. The best thing about Battlefield Hardline was the animations. Like, you know it was done by the same people that did Dead Space? Was it? Yeah. So every so often something weird would happen to the animations. Like, you would go to reload a gun and oh, yeah, the third arm would um, come up and like, lock it in. You yeah, know, like... Force, yeah, the force, like thing. Yeah. force loading, and it was all because the uh, the company that made it were, yeah, it's with... visceral, wasn't it? Yeah, visceral entertainment. Yeah. That's the people that did it. I'm really sad that they they didn't do better because they are a good team. Like they, mm. Dead Space One and Two are two of my favorite games. Dead Space Two has hands down the best ending of any any game I've ever played. And then Dead Space Three happened, and then Dead Space Three happened, which I don't microtransaction. Think... I don't think that was because them though. No, that was that was yeah. Changing the times. Yeah, Gotta have your microtransactions and everything. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to buy its loot crates now, innit? Loot boxes. But I'm I'm not <laughs> gonna give Battlefield a score right now because it's not the finished product, it's just something that I've played and I'm gonna give my opinion on what I'd played so far. You could score it with a Blackadder character from Blackadder Goes no, Forth. No, I don't really want to. I don't really want to. <laughs> what was Rick Mill's character in Blackadder Goes uh, Rick Mill was he was still um uh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Still, Captain, not no, Spar- Thunder, Starling something. Was, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Captain, Captain, Captain. Well, Darling was um, friggin'. Darling was uh, the Stephen Fry's yeah. right hand man. Yeah, thank you, Darling. Thank you, Darling. That's all right. Um, I have a cunning plan. Friggin' Baldrick, legend. Ah, uh, Baldrick. He had a cunning got? plan. He had a plan. Like fucking. <laughs> not the Tories have a plan. Even yeah, Baldrick had a plan. I wouldn't blame the Tories for what happened with Brexit. I would blame the people that voted to Brexit. Yeah. Um, Lord Flashheart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the episode, the final episode of of Blackadder has one of the best jokes, joke setups of a British sitcom, and that's Baldrick explaining his substitutes for various things in coffee. Hmm. So it's like, oh, what have you been using for sugar? Oh, dandruff. <laughs> and uh, and what have you been using for coffee? Well, just some dirt <laughs> and uh, a milk. Well, I just sort of spit. It's just like it's collected. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, well, I won't be having coffee then. Thank you very much. But uh, you know, uh, I'm appreciative of the effort. And then obviously, uh, darling and mm. God, what was Stephen Fry's character's name? Bloke. Yeah, basically Stephen Fry and Darling turn up and they're like, they're like, oh god, it's awfully chilly down here. It's like, would you like a cup of coffee, gents? And they're like, yes, okay, absolutely. It's like <laughs> extra sugar for me. It's like you, you heard the man, Baldrick. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, fantastic. I really, I recommend Blackadder Goes Forth. It's something Battlefield won the page. Yeah. It's free. Blackadder like, Goes Forth is at least the second best thing about World War One ever. It's one of the TV programs that can elicit a quite heavy emotional response from me. Hmm. I found out the other day that I'm still not immune to the Future Armor episode with a dog. <laughs> me and Tara are watching. Years. Me and Tara are watching it. Um, watching it in my room, and uh, and it got to the bit at the end where he's like, "Oh, I'm sure Seymour had a great life," and I was like. Oh no! And then you watch it, and I was just like, I was sitting there, I was sitting next to her, like really close, and and I was just like, I was just like, don't, just, just don't cry, feel it inside. I was like, <laughs> flexing every muscle in my body, like no, oh. drive the tears inside of you. Yeah, it's hilarious that episode. It's a, it's really funny, <laughs> and then it gets to the end, and it's just fucking miserably blue. Like the whole, there's another episode in a few drama that does the same thing, and that's the Yancey episode where he finds out what his brother did. Like his brother in the four leaf clover. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember, you find out like the whole, through the whole thing like he didn't keep on he didn't find the four leaf clover until the end. He mm. did all those things by himself, and he named his kid Fry and he said you name for the stars just like my brother did and all this other shit. Yeah, fucking hell, same thing, exact same thing. I just have to tense every muscle in my body. It's just like up first ten minutes of up. Just let it out, man. Just tense every. Just you watch the Grim Eye gets the end Is of the Grim like, it's, it's not as bad as when Optimus Prime died, but I know what you mean. I don't know what that means. You still haven't watched Transformers the movie, the 1986 fucking classic. No, no, what are you talking about? You need to watch Transformers the movie. You get to the Green Mile and he goes, I don't want you to put me in the darkness. And you're like, mm. I, got, I got really sad in the mm. Green Mile where Tom Hanks could finally piss. <laughs> without it burning. <laughs> he loves pissing. He does. He really he loves pissing. He really enjoys pissing. Right, should I review a thing? Yeah, go for it. Um, ow, fucking Ooh, elbow. you're right. Um, yeah. I have been watching Orange is the New Black... Um, it's weird. It's a show. It's on Netflix that like no one seems to ever talk about. It's weird. I don't. I haven't heard anyone ever mention Orange Is the New Black. Since sarcasm in your voice, there. I. It's been on for like years, and I've only just discovered it. Yeah. Um, you are. You are the barometer for taste, aren't you? You're the taste. Maker. I am. I am an expert. I must say on women in prison scenarios. Yeah. Um. I grew up watching Prisoner Cell Block H. Yeah. Like, not even kidding, like, every night, like, Cell Block H was, like, religion Jesus. for me. Like, so much so that when I first watched Mad Max and Lizzie is in it, briefly, yeah. I was like, it's Lizzie from Cell Block H! And my mum was like, you're six years old, stop watching Mad Max. But, um, that wouldn't stop me, Mad Max is awesome. Um, you know, and, you know, in my teenage years, obviously, Salon Kitty and various other, you know, women in prison themed movies, they're they're great. Um, Orange is the New Black women on heat Orange is the New Black does women in prison things but in a kind of really daring twist it has actors and it has um, characters and drama and, and plot um, normally 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 a traditional women in prison thing you either have a bunch of sort of characters you have tropes and they stab each other a lot and they hate a guard and that's it or Everyone's naked. Um, what? Oh, <laughs> um, but but Orange is the New Black develops this idea into a real show. No, about Taylor Schilling, who's agreed to go to prison for fifteen months, um, which is dragged onto four series now. I think it's only about five months into a sentence. A lot's happened in those five months. I'm I'm halfway through season two. Okay, so she's about five months into a sentence, and all sorts of shits happened. 
Um, you know, some people have loved, some people have, been, have died. Old lady escaped from prison by just walking out the door and they still don't know how she got out. I think that's hilarious that she just literally out. walked out a door and just went and then turned up at a bar. Wait, which series are you on? Halfway through season two. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a really good show. Nice, nice, very cast of characters. A lot of the tropes of like these sort of things, like Cell Block H and Bad Girls, if you ever watch those, a lot of the same sort of character types in there. You know, I mean, Red, I'm pretty much convinced Red is based on B. Arthur from, not B. Arthur, but B, Queen B from Prison Cell Block H. Ah. Like, not just the red hair thing, but the whole in control, no one messes with her. She can be mean if, you know, you don't, you know, you mess with her too much. But, um, yeah, it's it's a really, really good show. I'm going to keep watching and get through to the up-to-date. So when the next series starts next year, I can be cool and watch it on day one. Who's your favourite character? Um, I like Suzanne. She's funny. Yeah. The crazy eyes. Yeah. I like her. I feel sorry for her sometimes. She's getting manipulated right now. Yeah. She's getting played. Um, Pousset. Everyone loves Pousset. Yeah, she's really cool. And and everyone loves the character Pousset. <laughs> oh, shit, sir. Um, yeah, that's a really... I like, I like, it's nice seeing Captain Janeway mm-hmm. in it. That's always fun. She's talking like yeah. this now. Yeah, she's Russian. That's her natural accent, obviously. Yeah. Um, I've seen... I've seen uh... The episode I watched last night was the one where Mendez gets brought back. When he's allowed back after he gets suspended. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he comes back with his doing. mullet and he's yeah. like... He's like, picks up... Yeah, he's got the Brooks so-so. And he's like, listen to me, prisoner. So-so, you shitting me? <laughs> I love that. Um, I like... Um, my favourite character is probably the electrician slash... Oh, loose check. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah, he's just like, doesn't give a shit. He does not give What's a fuck. What's he in? He's going to be in something soon. It was Spider-Man Homecoming, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's um Toy Mask, t- uh, Tinkerer. Is in he? Spider-Man Homecoming, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Which is basically his character, in, but in, angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a really good show. I'm liking it. If you haven't if you haven't caught it somehow, you know, if you're some weirdo who's not watched... Have you watched... already seen season one? But I don't yeah. think everyone invested past season one. Jason Biggs is still in season two, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he leaves after that one, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. It's for good reason. He's not a very good character. I like Jason Biggs. I don't, I don't mind Jason, Jason Biggs. Jason Have you seen Guy X? No. The one where he plays a army man who's accidentally dispatched to Bubble the Boy? Was that the one he was in? No, Bubble Boy was Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's classic, yeah. yeah what was, he, what was the film Pie. he was in before American Pie? Ameri- before American There's Pie. that one random film Boys Jason Biggs in. with uh, Freddie Prince Jr.? Probably. Freddie Prince Jr. works for WWE. Do you know that? No. Yeah, he's one of the creative assistants in really? WWE. Yeah, so it's Max Landis. That, do you know that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is also the voice of the big demon guy from uh, Dragon Age Inquisition? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's a game that I didn't have enough time to complete entirely. Yeah. There's so much that fucking That big game. demon guy, you just like pounding him, don't you? Yeah. Pounding it. Have you, have you tried Pounding it. <laughs> have you tried... It doesn't sound like that. So. Pounding it. <laughs> ah! Um, have you played Dragon Age Inquisition yet? Nah, because I got bored of the first Dragon Age and not bothered so picking up all that. So fucking much to do in that game. Yeah. There is no way that you can do everything in that game. You can if you've got no life. Yeah, that's true. If you don't work. But um, Orange is a New Black, if you like seeing ladies kissing each other, give it a watch. What's been your favourite episode so far? What? Favourite <sighs> episode so far? The last episode of season one, what happens in that? I can't remember. Oh, that's where um, Pence Tucky's planning to kill her. And, and she's she like chasing down and they have the, the big shit fight. out of her. Yeah, she, beat, well, she, yeah, she beats yeah. the crap out of her. Yeah. all her teeth out. And then this fir- first episode of season two was really good. Yeah. Where they, um, she gets taken to Chicago and she has no idea why and Laurie Petty's there. Yeah. Yeah, I like Laurie Petty. She should be in stuff more. She's in this a little bit more. Yeah, I think she gets transferred to their prison, I guess, eventually. Because she had the main title credit at the start of the series. Yeah. Her name was on the actual credits at the start. 
Yeah, Regina Spector. Yeah. Good lass. Um, the poor man's Amanda Palmer. Yeah. Um, Laurie Petty. She's really good about Regina Spector. She's, really good. she's solid. Whenever position. I hear Laurie Petty, I always think of the dead presidents. No, in... Tank Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's in an episode of um, Gotham like where she plays, like, basically, imagine if Tank Girl got a bit more senile and older. So she plays Laurie Petty in an episode of Gotham. Nice. And she kind of like almost acts as like a bit of a scary mentor character really? in it. It's like quite interesting. She's like a punk rocker, owns a club. But she's a mentor to who? Um, friggin' uh, Bruce Wayne. When she oh. pops in and she's like basically teach, sort of teach, sort of sublimely teaches him scare tactics and how to intimidate people. Nice. Um, but no, um, yeah, good show. I, I'm I'm happy with Orange is the New Black. I'll watch more. Huh. Yeah, I got to keep watching it. About two episodes a night for us, because the episodes are long. Yeah, 40, I saw on Wikipedia one episode's one ninety minutes at least. Yeah, that's the uh, end of season three. God, anyway. I don't know. You review something, you cock goblin monkey. Okay, uh, my cock final goblin. review, final review for this Ooh. week is uh, straight up porn. <laughs> I, yeah, I could just review porn. Damn. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Should have so I, had, I had no. I had something lined up. I'm trying to think what it is. Oh, ah, shit. That's really fucking irritating. Um, oh, you just didn't plan ahead. You should have written it down. Fuck, I really should have. <laughs> oh, Kickboxer Vengeance. What? Oh, the yeah. new Kickboxer film. The new Kickboxer film. Yeah, it was Jean Claude Van Damme's in it. For yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, because he so... molested his son like he wanted to, because <laughs> that's what he wanted the sequel to Kickboxer to be. Kickboxer is essentially well, Kickboxer Vengeance. Sorry, is essentially Kickboxer. It's the same story, yeah, yeah. almost entirely. Batista's in it. Batista is in it, yeah. playing the same character, like yeah. ponytail and all. Yeah, they even do the whole kumate, yeah. kumate. Yeah. yeah. Um, Does he put toffee on his hands and then no, he puts skittles? Glass, glass. Yeah, no glasses. Oh wait, that's not, that's not, yeah, it's hot, hot shot part, part two. Yeah. Um, uh, the greatest but, comedy film ever. Um, <laughs> but it's it's fine. It's not. It's not as good as the original. No, of course but not. But the original is incredible. Yeah. Um, Kickboxer and Bloodsport, practically indistinguishable films, both works of art. Yeah. Although like, one's got Stan Bush soundtrack, so... <laughs> like I said, it's it's a really, really generic film. Mm. It's really easy to watch. It's not particularly impressive in any way. Um, it's kind of weird to see old John claude Van Damme. Yeah. I never thought he'd get old. Of course he is. He's He's very old. And, yeah. uh, you know, and his fight scenes with people like, he fights George St. Pierre. And he moves so slow. He doesn't so does George St. Pierre. Like, you remember, have you seen Winter Soldier? Everybody's seen Winter Soldier. At the beginning of Winter Soldier, George St. Pierre, Pierre fights Chris Evans as Captain America. He's oh, yeah, because he was Bart Leaper. Yeah. Um, and that fight scene is incredible. It's really, really good. Because, hmm. uh, you know, it works on multiple levels. And George St. Pierre gets to be a little bit faster. Yes, so, you know, enjoy didn't do much effect. leaping. Yeah, he did. He did a little kicking. He's just about kicking. That's why he's Bartok the kicker. Yeah, yeah. Um, in this is the exact opposite, and he looks pudgier as well. No, he wasn't in Marvel. Stomach. We're not getting Marvel money. You no. know? If you're booking working for SAG minimum, and he's meant to be drunk all the time. Oh. When we first meet him, he he drinks one beer and he's doing drunk. Is he playing Steven Seagal in maybe, this film? Maybe he's <laughs> he's got full method. Yeah, <laughs> on the Seagal impression. But um, it's you know how something is bad, and it's made to cash in on the name of something else. Yeah. 
if this wasn't made to cash in on Kickboxer, if this was just a crappy film that happened to have a lot of similarities to Kickboxer, it'd be fine. Yeah. But because it's Kickboxer, I expected a lot more of You're it. You're holding Kickboxer up in high regard here. I am. As an artistic masterpiece. There's a drunken dance fight scene. Nice. In Kickboxer 1 that's incredible. Yeah. Where he's like, where he's like, I just went over there and told them that you're after their women and you're in, and and they're all dickheads from you. So fight them because you're drunk now. In this, he just goes to a bar and Cain Velasquez is fighting people in the middle of a bar, and this guy's like, I'll give you five thousand bot if you can beat if you can stay for two rounds. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, I'll stay for two rounds. Gets his ass handed to him in like thirty seconds. So continues to train with Jean Claude Van Damme. In my head, at that point in the film, I was like. Just hire Cain Velasquez to kill Batista. <laughs> why are you... Why is this... He's already a better fighter. Yeah, but he saw something in him, I'm sure. You His can't, brother died. You need to, His brother's killed in this one. He's not crippled. You need to, like, like the fight, no defeat to the truly fight. win. Batista's there, and he goes, No! Not my brother! And then Batista just grabs his neck and just goes... He's like, I just killed your fucking bro, bro. <laughs> What are you going to bro and do, you bro? Does he go thumb to throat son means death? No, he just like, just like gets him in a headlock. Breaks oh, his neck. Nice. That's nice. Because you know what happens when you break your neck? You uh, close your same throat. thing as everything you else. You can't eat. You starve to death. Oh. Andy Dwyer told me that in Parks and Recreation. Oh. You know, Patrick Swayze rips the guy's throat out. You know what happens when you, you get your throat ripped out? Yeah. You can't eat. Yeah, everything just so falls out. So you starve to death. Yeah, everything just falls so out. So kickbox of vengeance. What if you got like part of a yogurt carton, and just what, cut like, it in half and just slap it in there? Put it in there. Makeshift windpipe. Yeah, you probably do. sting for a bit, but your body will go to accept. But you it. need to use electrical tape to seal it. You know why? Yeah, leaks, man. Yeah, everything leaks. else leaks. Duct tape. You want to use plumber's tape? Fill up the gaps. Tape. You want to use ape tape? Yeah, ape tape. The yeah. apiness tape in town. I give kickbox of vengeance a solid. Roy Schneider Jean-Claude Van Damme Roy Schneider Roy Schneider Yeah What's wrong with Roy Schneider? Name a good Roy Schneider film Jaws Right, name another one Jaws 2 <laughs> Exactly Sequest DSV <laughs> um, Wait, hang on Kill Bill Naked Lunch He's Kill in Bill. He's yeah, not in Kill Bill Roy Schneider's not in Kill Bill, no No, that's, that's David Carradine That's David Carradine You fuck it could be a David Carradine, but they're, they're interchangeable pretty much. No, they're completely different. No, they both died of... Didn't they both die of water? Roy Schneider's still alive. Roy Schneider's not still alive. He's still alive. All right, well, I'll give this a David Carradine. No. <laughs> Name something other than Shogun that he's done. This David Carradine, Kung Fu. Kung Fu, Roy Schneider. It was, it was like Shogun, basically. <sighs> All right, Don't anyway. diss David Carradine. It's not very good, is what I'm trying to say. It's not very good, but it's... It's good enough that I watched it for an hour and a half and I was entertained. How long's the film? Hour and a half. That's okay then. I was entertained by what I saw. I just hated the main character. Jean-Claude Van Damme shouldn't get old. He's going to have to. Nah. Apparently he wants to play Raiden again. Really? Yeah, apparently. Wait. He wants to be, um, not him, Christopher, Christopher Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. yeah. What was it Jean-Claude Van Damme wanted to <sighs> One second. Oh. I'm Christopher Lambert. Uh-uh. I don't <laughs> think so. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Do you remember when he got replaced with Dexter's dad in the sequel? Yeah. James Ramar. Yeah, James Remar. Yeah, and then there was that fight scene where some hey, Billy Idol lookalike hey, was his stuntman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. That's my favourite part in the Hey, lady. Warriors. No, 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 it's the Warriors. Get, where get, he gets, get funky. He gets handcuffed to the, to yeah. the counter. Not to the counter, to the bench, because he's in love with a lady. And she's mm. like, I ain't in love with you. And he's like, you love me. 
And then she's like, I'm going now. And he's like, lady, hey, lady. Hey, lady. Um, Get funky. Everyone knows the best bit in Warriors is when the guy goes, Warriors, come out and play. Improvised, though. That was completely improvised. Yeah, I like Warriors. It's classic. Yeah, I like the Not Warriors. the director's cut version. Director's no, cut version is stupid. Got a comic book at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I would do kickboxer. You'd bang kickboxer. Do kickboxer. I'd fight kickboxer. You'd I think I'd win kickboxer. as well because they can't fight for real. Yeah. But if you fight in the game, you fight for real. Jean Claude Van Damme, like ever since JCVD, he's kind of squandered the goodwill he could have got from that film. No, have you seen Welcome to the Jungle he did with uh, Adam Brody and... Uh, Adrian Brody. No, Adam Brody. And, Adam Brody. And uh, Rob Hubel. No. Gonna... He pays like... like they. It's like a work retreat film where they all get taken away to an island. They get to yeah, survive by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme shit. has a scene in which he's attacked by a tiger. And he disappears for half the film. And he comes back halfway through and he's, he's got horribly infected wounds all over Sexy. his body. And he's just like, he's just like, don't worry, I can still fight them and I'll get the island back for us. <laughs> and they're like, like, no, you are going to die. You are. You're probably not going to make it through the night. And he's like, you're right, I should rest for the fight tomorrow. <laughs> and they finally bring him back at the end. And he, he manages to fly and kick one person and then after flying kicking them he lands on the ground and just starts screaming madly and as he's screaming he's slowly getting lower and lower to the ground to do it's like in a kneeling squat purple in the face like, and they're just I think he's dying yeah he's passed down <laughs> passed down the floor fantastic I really like the film nice <laughs> Bill Van Dam. Van Dam. He's. I think he's realised that it's like he's. He's. He's realised Chuck Norris. He's become like a Chuck Norris type. Yeah, but not as irritating as Chuck Norris. No, nowhere near as irritating as Chuck Norris because he's yeah. not in love with Jesus. Yeah. He's in love with kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, Chuck Norris is in love with Jesus. I'd say it was a good film that Jean Claude Van Damme did not long ago. The uh, Universal Soldier flicks that they did, where they start getting gritty again. And they sucked. No, no, the new ones are really good. I saw the one with Dolph Lundgren. They, where he got a pipe for him they, and then blood came out of the pipe. Yeah. The fight scenes in that they were really good. The that film itself Scott wasn't Atkins great. was in it, wasn't he? Is Scott right? Atkins is a hard target too, and I'm going to watch Hard Target 2 tonight. Oh shit, yeah, there's a hard target too, isn't there? It's hard target 2. Hard targeter. Yeah, yeah. Harder target. Harder target, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Cajun man! Die harder with a target. I, I gumball, and Wilford Brimley is my daddy. <laughs> Yo, I'm Wilford Brimley, I got diabetes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he done mocking John claude Van Damme <laughs> and his disability of being from Brussels. <laughs> I love kicking people in the face. That sounds more like a Spanish person, but you know. Uh, uh, uh. That's that's Christopher Lambert. You did great today. Okay, well. Have you seen Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance? No. Christopher Lambert is in that. Have you seen Fortress? Yeah, everyone's seen Fortress. Fortress is a great movie. Required viewing. Fortress is fantastic. Have you seen Fortress 2? Yeah, once. It was terrible. No, once. You're mad. Yeah. Fortress 1 has the best ending to a film ever. It's been ages since I watched it. Didn't they just drive off into the distance? No, no, no. no. They get they get off of the... They get out of the, the super prison. Yeah. They escape together with the help of... Who is... Oh, it's Brad Dorff. Hmm. With the help of Brad Dorff, they get the explosives out of them. 
They go off the island. Uh, no, out of the uh, prison. And they're up in just like a farm. Like the mm. cheapest set in the world. It's just a farm. And a fuck off big truck just starts driving up. And they're like, oh no, the truck's alive. What? Yes. It's It's been a long time since I've seen Fortress. I love you, my American wife. I'm baby. I'm Highlander. I'm Christopher Lambert. Scott McLeod. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Learn your McLeods, man. Don't dis Highlander. Don't dis Highlander. Adrian Paul put a lot of years keeping that franchise alive. Watch out, Kurgan. The Kurgan? That was... Was it Melvin Van... Mary Van Peebles? No, it's Classy Brown. Mary Van Peebles was in the third one. Highlander 3, the Sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah. That's after Highlander 2, the Quickening. Which doesn't exist. Hey... Hi, um, what's wait, sorry. I'm from Spain. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> yeah, Spanish people have Scottish accents. I'm Spanish, Scottish person. Don't do not from Spain. Have you done mocking Christopher Lambert's oeuvre of work? I love you, my Scottish wife. Uh. I'm so Scottish. <laughs> that can't be only one. Where's that guy from? Like Scotland or somewhere? What? I'm from Scotland. Yeah, Conor McLeod was from Scotland, yes. Christopher Lambert is French. Hey, where's, where's this other guy from? Spain or something? I'm from Spain. The north of Spain. Who's <laughs> from the north? <laughs> Lots of places have a north. Say haggis for them and shut them out. Scottish you are. Oh, I don't like haggis. Everyone likes haggis, it's nice. <laughs> we have many different types of haggis in Spain. Yeah, northern Spain. They have haggis. <laughs> Deep fried Mars bars, but they're not called Mars bars. They're called like That was actually a bars. joke that northern people made up, and then people started making it. Like deep fried pizza. Because people are idiots. Deep fried pizza is a thing. It's fucking hideous. It's a genius idea. It's the worst tasting food in the world. <laughs> you can deep fry anything, man. Are you done? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Done my giggling fit around Highlander. I suppose I should end by reviewing Godzilla on PS4. Android Assault Cactus. No, that, that came out last year. Like Godzilla on PS4 came out quite a while ago, and last you went, year? yeah, you went and brought a copy. I did for some reason because I wanted to play it. Well, you haven't played it yet, have you? No, I lent it to you for a little while. Well, you know, I'll just keep playing it. I've been busy. Um, everything I can criticise this game for kind of validates it as a Godzilla game. It's really difficult to criticise. Okay, because it's really slow moving, so perfect. Yeah. Really clunky and cumbersome. Yeah. So perfect. The monster fights are just big human shaped things smacking each other. So Godzilla. Um, I suppose what I could criticize it for is having no local multiplayer, which is fucking Weird ridiculous. Oversight. Yeah. Online though, with that combat system that only has like two combos and blasting. Um. But yeah, basically you walk around, you trash cities, you collect up G-energy that comes out of all the things you destroy yeah. to get bigger. There's like a sort of network of trees, kind of like Outrun, where you can choose a harder or easier path when you, get to the, when you finish the level. Yeah, yeah. Decide how you work your way through the levels. And depending on which way you go, it depends on difficulty of things. Yeah, like and what monsters and you'll encounter and stuff like that. Um, there's one path I went where on normal difficulty I got thrown against a Rodan that was many times bigger than me, and he destroyed me. Yeah, your height that you're at determines how strong you are. 
So like if a monster spawns, it'll spawn around the height that you are. Yeah. So you've got about a minute to collect up some more G energy to get a little bit bigger so you've got an advantage on him. Um, but it's like, it seems a bit odd because they model the monsters at the right heights they're supposed to be. Like in comparison to Godzilla, but it says they're like 60 metres tall when it's Mothra Lava. So they're using the height as like a power rating. It's a bit oh, okay. So it's not actually height as in no. buildings don't get smaller and stuff. Oh, buildings get smaller when you get bigger. Oh. Yeah, but the thing is, you you grow so slowly over the course of the game, you, you wouldn't really notice, notice. it. Yeah. You wouldn't really notice unless you remember how small you were against like a G generator, which is your main target to destroy in each level, um, compared to what you are at the end. Because like, when you get to 100 metres, you're about the same height as one of those G generators. You start off at 50. Yeah. Um, if you get to 100 metres by the end of that thing, you fight Burning Godzilla Oh, cool! from Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Um, and you'll fight the 1950s Godzilla, and then if you beat both of them, you have to fight the 2014 Hollywood Godzilla. Okay. Um, as the final, final boss. That's how you get the true ending. It looks quite cool, yeah. It's like big and bulky. How different does it look to the, because I know that, like, there was fat Godzilla controversy. Well, the the friggin', like, move, I think the 2014 Godzilla's one of the best Godzilla designs. Mm. I think it looks friggin' badass. I think his head's a little bit small, but then again, they made Godzilla's head different sizes over the years. Like, current Godzilla looks like a bowling pin. See, I didn't mind his head Godzilla. so much. I think I, I didn't like the fact that it was, it was quite heavy on the bottom. Like yeah. I'm like... He's big thighs. Yeah, because they've got But he looks like and... a friggin' monster. He looks like a sumo wrestler. Yeah. Which is what Godzilla should look like. Godzilla's fighting style is sumo. Yeah. It looks like... He yeah. looks earth-shattering. Yeah. He doesn't look like something that could walk down the road and there wouldn't be any impact. Yeah. He looks like he walked down the road and you'd feel it for miles. Yeah. Which is, I quite like the 2014 Godzilla film. People diss like, that a lot. I like it. Yeah. My problem is that I think that somewhere along the line, someone went, Aaron Paul's going to be... The, no, no, Aaron Paul, sorry. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to be like the next big thing. Yeah. Brian Cranston's an old guy. We're not going to have as much like mileage out of him. Let's get Aaron Taylor Johnson to be the big thing in this. But I think that it should have totally been the other way around. There's things you could... No, I'm happy with Brian Cranston dying really early no, in the film. I wanted... See, I want Brian... Because you know how Brian, Brian he's already pushed to the edge. Yeah, but he, he finds takes... out what killed his wife, and yeah, that's no, it. That's like, his arc done. That's, that's not his arc done, though. It is, though. No. All he, he wanted needs... to know was what killed his wife. Yeah, but he doesn't He doesn't have any acceptance. There's no like acceptance and repair of his relationship. There's no earning his title or his role as a father or as a family man. Okay, some things just don't get back, man. Yeah, I know, but Aaron Taylor Johnson... Is just but now Aaron Taylor Johnson should have the chance to be like, hey, I'm going to get back to my kids. I'm not going to abandon them. But that's not what he does. He just keeps chasing nuclear weapons and yeah, incidentally yeah, appearing to. near monsters. That's the thing. They could have written all that stuff better. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, if you had... The difference is that Aaron Taylor Johnson, there's no real reason that he's doing what he's doing. There's no real reason that he's following these nukes and he's doing this shit. Well, he gets a flight was, back home to the right city. Yeah. But if it was Brian, <laughs> if it was Brian Cranston... He would be following these nukes. He noticed they follow nuclear energy, and he would be trying to track down the monster to not only save his son's his son's so kid I think what they should have his, done his wife, but mm. also at the same time defeat this monster that has taken his wife, and accept that you know there are things bigger than us, but occasionally we can mm. influence the path of destruction. What I would have done is had like you know in the whole evacuating the city at the end. Mm. Like, he's desperate. He'd make a point multiple times through the film where he's trying to get back to his wife. That's his priority. Yeah. And the only reason he goes for the whole finale thing, make it really clear, because it didn't really make it clear in the film, the only reason he's going towards San Francisco in the finale is because his wife's there. He doesn't care about the monster as such. His priority is getting the monster. stuck on a tram. But what I would have had happen is, like, the his kid 
runs out into the city scared or something mm. and so his wife runs out to the city looking for him he finds out they're out in the middle of the city somewhere and you could have a whole sequence where he's trying to get her while the monsters are fighting above him and like all this sort of stuff and then there's a whole shit we got to kill these baby monsters that are going to born and then they could help each other at the end she could drive the boat away to get the nuke away from the city and all this sort of stuff they could have had more of an impact of what they were doing if they were going to do that they'd have to make the finale an extra half hour long who cares? That monster fight was fucking awesome. That monster fight was great. The it's fucking the... the bit where he takes the fucking cricket monster and he just like goes, "Hey guys, guess what I can do? Atomic breath." <laughs> Monsters are like he's just like holding the head and like, "Oh shit, I'm just burning." It's the first atomic breath bit when you yeah. first see it. And it's got the tail like, going, yeah. it does that in the game through the smoke, through the yeah. smoke, the drifting fracking. Yeah, and then before he fires, there's yeah. like a second because they didn't do atomic breath in the previous film. This is no. what like what I see the gods of the 2014 is. Is um, Gareth Edwards going? Hey, do you remember how shit that other film was? Well, watch me piecemeal t- to tell you why we've done a better Godzilla film. They are making film. a sequel to that, aren't they? Yeah, he's not directing it though; someone else oh, is. But um, yeah, when the, that tail lights up and it's like, oh shit, we're going to do the. To- is he actually going to do the toy breath? Sound as oh well. my god, it's building up, it's building up, it's building up. And then before he fires, he holds his breath for a second. Yeah, is that right? Like, his cheeks puff up, and then he goes boom, and it goes for like ten seconds. Like I'm just like, fucking, I need that film on Blu-ray. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I haven't got it on Blu-ray. I've got it recorded off of um, Sky Movies. No, I want the um, copy I've decided. Yeah, that that film's cool. Um, it may be the whiskey. One thing I quite like with the Godzilla game is the different versions of Godzilla. Their atomic breaths look the way they should. Oh, from what film? Yeah, so like when the original 1950s Godzilla fires his atomic breath, it's like a set of flashing lights going like that. Um, And the Godzilla you play through most of the game, which is the 90s, 80s, 90s Godzilla. Yeah. Um, it's like the full blown beam. So it's like, oh, it's yeah. a beam. I thought it was fire in those. It's ones. a full blown beam in those ones. Yeah. The ninety, the two thousands Godzilla, the late nineties Millennium series Godzilla is the one who has the flame. Yeah, like the and flame for style. Godzilla two thousand and fourteen is like a weird liquid flame thing. It's kind of more like atomic petroleum being blasted at people. The BFI cover for the original Godzilla is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah you can only get it on DVD though. Yeah, okay. yeah. I always wanted that. I've got um. I've got the American box set version. Um, I really wish Pacific Rim would be released on 4K Blu-ray. Mm, one day. But yeah, that Godzilla game, um, it's it's like got a really drawn-out unlocking system in it. Like It took me like multiple playthroughs of that King of Kaiju mode or whatever it was mm. to unlock anything on it. Um, and the only things it's got to sort of keep you occupied is like a diorama mode where you can set the characters up and take a photo using PlayStation share function, which, yeah. as a Japanese game, of course it chucked branding all over it to make sure you know this picture is copyright of Toho <laughs> and Bandai, like they do on the friggin' Dragon yeah. Quest and Final Fantasy games and stuff. That's They need to stop doing that. That's well, ridiculous. it's just in case you forget that they own it. Yeah. Copyright branding, a screenshot I made. Shut the fuck up, you penises. But, um, yeah, like it does feel a lot like a budget game. Like on a retail disc but if you get it for like 15 quid can't go I'm wrong for 11 pound yeah it's 12 it's 12.64 right now on on the 4th of September 2016 it's 12 pound 64 oh. um and yeah it's if you like Godzilla it's a fan game like yeah. when a monster appears some of them just appear it'll yeah. go like oh there's a kaiju coming but some like uh, Mecha Godzilla 2 you get a little sequence plays out we see Mecha Godzilla switching on inside the mountain it rises up from behind the Oh, well, it's got the it's got the lift. Yeah, the really shitty um, lift with the lights that go past. No, he he's rockets. Like, he's got oh. a rocket boost. First Mecha Godzilla had a lift. Yeah, it had um, the guy going into it, didn't it? I, there's no. I don't think Mecha Godzilla freeze in it. I haven't seen him yet. 
which is um, Kiryu, it should be called. But um, you get ones like when Mothra appears in moth form, like the egg, is, the cocoon's attached to the side of the um, Japanese capital building okay. thing, even if you've destroyed it in the level, because um, I usually do. Um, there's not much variety to the main gameplay. Generally, destroy the free generators, beat a kaiju if it turns up, whichever mm-hmm. one of those you do last finishes it. There's a couple of levels where you have like five minutes to destroy them all because they're going to self-destruct if you don't. I managed to do one of those with like less than a second left. I literally just smacked it at the last moment and did it. Um, and there's a meta game in there where like if you hit certain points, you can take a, there's like a, a data thing they do. Yeah. And it like, they record them. So you can pose for the camera, you know, let off an atomic blast at the right point so you can get a nice little picture you can look at later. Um, and if you get, I think if you get 50% of those, you unlock a new weapon. If you get 100%, there's something else you unlock from it. So that's a little metagame thing. Destroyed all the area, 100% unlocks dioramas and stuff like that. So hmm. there's some stuff to do, but it doesn't feel like a full price game. I think they were trying to cash in on the Godzilla film and. Yeah. They thought it because it feels like, you know, um, the sort of level of Onichambara and EDF. Yeah. Which in recent years they've started charging full price for, even though they aren't. Their budget holds. They're yeah. like 20 quid. Forget get... they started off as simple 2000 budget games in Japan. You can get um, Onichambara for like 20 quid. Yeah, but they started off, at, like when they released them, they released them for 50. Really? Yeah, nowadays they do. Yeah. So it's even EDF. Like EDF on PC is 35 quid on Steam. Jesus. Yeah. But those games used to be like. 20 quid, new. Like, back in the day. Um, but yeah, like Bikini Samurai Slayers on PS2 was like a budget title. But, um, yeah. It's alright. I'm a bit compelled to keep playing it because I like really slow unlocking systems. Yeah, it keeps it's, me playing. it's got one of those where you can sort of unlock loads of, uh, loads of really cool stuff. Yeah, you, it basically just boosts... You, stats, you get a quick turn, you get a quick turn that uses your tail as a weapon, your charge builds up quicker, you get a second charge one so you can fire two atomic breaths off one after the other if you want. That's cool. Um, it doesn't explain to you how you block an attack, which you'd need to learn to destroy the generators. Um, you've got this R2 move, which makes Godzilla do a roar and all these sparks come flying off him, and that kills stuff that's around you, so it's an offensive move, but if you do that when the generator activates its shield, it blocks the shield. But um, It's alright. Yeah. It's alright, it's not brilliant. But it's not this it's, whole shit show that most people write after. Yeah. I'd still want, like, Godzilla destroy all monsters, save the Earth type game, but if with, I, like, proper physics for scenery destruction and all the characters. If I. As if, many monsters as possible. <laughs> my my dream would be that the, the Godzilla title would be handed over to a company that makes a wrestling game and just go fucking do it. Fucking get the guys who made Power Stone. No. Like, imagine Power Stone that. Is too quick. Yeah, but they who cares, man? Like, have a really mental Godzilla game where, you know, like in Power Stone, you pick a pole up that's attached to the ceiling. You're picking a building up instead and you're clobbering people. Imagine, like, like what I'd like is... Anyway, I'd like Jack, 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 Jack was quick. Like something a bit like um, Evolve. But <laughs> instead of having four people against this monster, have the two monsters fighting above and then have the people below. Have you seen A City Shrouded in Shadow? No. It's coming out next day this year, next year, on in Japan. Yeah. It's, it'll be region free, so I'll import it. But basically, it's Bandai have made this game where you're playing... You know um, Disaster Report? Yeah. It's one of those where you're escaping a monster attack while two monsters <laughs> are fighting. But it has Ultraman, it has Godzilla, it has um, one of the Evas from Evangelion. Really? Yeah. It's like all everything, every monster Namco can get their hands on, they're chucking in this game. But most of the time, you don't see him. All you see is a big old shadowy foot clump, clumping down. 
That sounds very cool. Yeah, but no one's talking about it. The you game's to, like hard to show me some sort of video after. Yeah, this. I doubt it's going to get released over here because there's a license in Nightmare probably. Um, mm. But like, I'll, I'll import it because it'll be frigging. It'll work on a British PS4. Oh, because yeah, three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, City Shrouded in Shadow is called. It yeah. looks frigging awesome. Like it's made by the people who made Disaster Report. It's yeah. we'll have a look in a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. But um, Godzilla. Eh? So you're saying it's worth buying. If you get it cheap. Under 15? Yeah. Would you say under 20? Don't know, maybe. Under 20. If you're a Godzilla fan, because there's some fan service stuff in there. Oh, yeah. I, I still haven't like, seen Jet Jaguar yet. I want to know how they introduced Jet Jaguar in this game. That's the weird <laughs> thing. Like, I, I consider Godzilla to be in the pantheon of great films. The original Godzilla is a great Oh, yeah, film. yeah. I think there's at least four Godzilla films I would call greats. Like, genuine yeah. upper tier. Because I love the original Godzilla, Mothra vs. Godzilla... Um, friggin' GMK, Godzilla, all monsters, giant attack, whatever it was called, and destroying monsters. Destroying monsters is a perfect film. My problem <laughs> is that I treat them much like I treat the uh, not the Hellraiser, the um, ha- not Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth films. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth and, and Halloween. Well, Friday the Thirteenth can be genuine scary horror film and campy nonsense. Yeah, and Godzilla can do both. The first film is a straight out great slasher horror film. Yeah. One Godzilla ones, one man. is a great. It's it's fucking ahead of its time for its message. Yeah, because ecological. This is literally it's not even like twenty years after Hiroshima. They yeah. like friggin'... Well, it's not. It's not even that. It's it's a film about. It's a film about many different things, but most of the themes boil down to uh, to eliminating a small aspect that is an issue for a lot of people, but it's not an issue for everyone. And then also. The impact of using something that is catastrophically effective. Yeah, which no one went to jail for. <coughs> no one went to jail for. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's it's catastrophically effective, and the people that use it don't want to use it. The only people that want to use it are the people in power that don't see the impact yeah. because they're only looking at that that one aspect of it. It's the fear of being able to be wiped out by something yeah. completely out of your control. Exactly. Um, and in this case, it's the atom, atomic bomb, and that's yeah. what Godzilla is. He represents the atomic bomb. Exactly. That's why he, whenever and he, in the first one, whenever he hits some of his atomic beam, it doesn't explode, it melts. Yeah. Like it's, That's also why <sighs> love that the solution to it is a blanket, if we do this, we kill everything in the ocean. Yeah. Nothing survives. Mm. So you need to understand that if this is brought upon us our only source of attack against this is fucking There's scorched earth giant weapon yeah. yeah this is you don't understand this is going to get rid of fish <laughs> this isn't just going to well, it gets this, rid of fish in the area no no it kills everything I thought that yeah. that's why they don't want to use it is because it well, they don't want to use it because... multiplies itself it doesn't it's not just it kills this isn't continued in the rest of the films no. that's the thing but the scientist says this is an acid that will destroy so it's much. It's the oxygen destroyer. It blows yeah. up and it destroys basically as far as it can spread. Yeah, which it continues spreading because mm. it's an explosion. That's yeah. what we'll put some he... fish in some fish tanks. It'll be fine. <laughs> but that's that's what I like about the original Godzilla. There's they're mm. like okay, Godzilla's bad, right? But it's an animal. Mm. There are ways around this animal. You know, we can control it. Like we can work on a solution that doesn't. Im- nope, the government want it done now. So by Doctor Sarazawa, was acid. Yeah. And then he obviously sacrifices himself with his creation. Yeah, he he. I kind of like in the look of the Godzilla in Shin Gojira because um, he Which looks. Which Shin Gojira? Oh a yeah, new the one. demon, the demonic, the one that's version, like yeah. he's basically like half resuscitated. 
I don't know for sure, I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like he's meant to be the original Godzilla that's gradually regenerated himself. Oh, what, so he is like a living god that's just like slowly... a zombie thing. But he's um, CGI in the film, I didn't realise. I thought it was like a guy in a suit, it's not. Yeah, I thought it was They motion guy. capture the guy and yeah, then they we... CGI, that's how they got the tiny little arms. We looked at the featurettes, didn't we? Yeah. But um, yeah, I can't wait to see that, it's out in America on October 11th. Oh, nice. In the cinema. It's being what, called Shin it... Godzilla. Wait, is it V-O-D? I don't know if it will, it will be eventually, but it's getting a cinema release limited in October. Okay. Well, we won't get it for ages because Godzilla films never get released in the UK. Well, that's the thing. I buy stuff on VOD, don't mm. I? I'll get a Blu-ray. I'll get a, Actually, I don't know if I can play Blu-rays on my PC. I can't, can I? I've only got a DVD drive. God damn it. I'll just get a VOD for us. Yeah. But yeah, Godzilla's all right. You done? I am done. Fuck sticks. Right. I have hiccups. You got hiccups. Good night, everybody. That's no, no, Critic no, Apocalypse no, 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 episode no, no, no. forty-seven. I want to say good night to everyone. I love them. <sighs> say good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you very much for spending your precious time listening to this. I hope your commute, your evening, your night, whatever you're doing, I hope it's been a little bit more pleasant because our presence presence has been known in your life. They can't hear that. You're very quiet right now. I am whispering to seduce the listener into listening next time, so mm. they want to hear our dulcet tones. And appreciate our lovely, lovely attitude. I love these guys. I, ge- I, I genuinely love people that listen to us ramble. Do you not? You're all a bunch of wankers. I mean, I am. I love masturbating. Who doesn't? How many times a day? Ducks loves it. Ducks leaks nudes. Yeah, ducks loves. No, ducks leaks nudes. Twatting one out. <laughs> Whatting one out, <laughs> just head butting some cunt <laughs> until yeah, until something happens. Loves, well, heads involved. Like, oh, <coughs> what is this? What is this getting at? I don't understand. Disgusting. I love going down on my girlfriend. She's foul. Like I, ducks ahoy. What well, I was about to say, my girlfriend. She's fucking delightful. She tastes like sunshine and vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Sour milk and pennies. Anyway, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Melted pennies uh, is what she anyway. attributed me to. Yeah, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> you're she doesn't listen to our podcast. That's how much she supports thing. me. I've ruining... ruined the entire thing. We're, we're going to get cancelled. No, man. we're not. No, we're, we're not. The producers are us. Oh. As long as I keep buying you Godzilla games, you're going to forget all about this. Oh, maybe. I've got to listen to this again. I know you do. Oh. There's not that many gaps, though. We've tried to fill the silence a little bit more this time. Yeah, says you while you went searching on the internet for 10 minutes. I just farted, by the way, oh, so that's going to smell real bad. I know. But... I should have done that the other Are you going to say goodbye? Yeah? Bye, everyone. Spoilers. Spoilers. Have you said spoilers? Spoilers. Spoilers. You're going to say spoilers. And spoilers. Spoilers. The Japanese are out to kill us all. End spoilers. So, I'm going to have a digestive. What? I love Japanese people. Oh. Bye, everyone.